wood up. We're just waiting for people. Let me place this. There you go. Tenth broadcast. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Let me uh get a thumbs up if you can hear me when you start tuning in. Now we got one person. Yeah. yeah. We're just catching the vibe, y'all. We got three people. All right. There you go. All right. We're a little yeah. early, but we have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have to. Time, we gotta time catch. is tight. We gotta catch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta catch this. Okay, let me do my intro. All right. Yo, what's up? This is Shadow Rockin' Pro for one of the Florida Gangs and Knuckleneck Tribe, and you're watching The Trades, Saturday Special Edition, Episode 16, and we got my man all the way from the Bronx, the BX, Break Beat Lou, what's yeah, up? Yeah, <laughs> Yo, this is crazy, man, like, just to make a long, uh, long story short, yeah. uh, I met Lou, I was actually in Colorado, Colorado uh, yes, back in 2013, and you know, he, he had a lecture out there, and he invited me and Rob to be participate in the lecture, and I was like, whoa, but this is Breakbeat Lou from Ultimate Breaks and Beats, and he's like, nah, man, you got a history, so you got to talk about it, so after that, you know, we became friends, and he came out to San Francisco, I had a project that's didn't pan out, but you know what? It was like, it's kind of like we kept in touch anyway. Now, like I have my show, it's been about three months I've done the show live, and now it's like, he's in town. I was like, you know what? Gotta get an interview with him. Let's you know go, I mean? brother. <laughs> like I said, we found, man. Yeah, so, so if you don't know about Breakbeat Lou, like, like I said, you know, he's the curator of what we know, for me, for the golden days of hip hop, of sampling, uh, because of the ultimate breaks and beats records. So uh, Lou, because I have a lot of basically followers that are B-Boys and B-Girls out there. Tell me a little bit about your history and like how you got started and uh, what made you want to put the Ultimate break, Breaks and Beats together. Well, as far as, you know, you know, like hip-hop to me, you know, like I said, it's a culture, it's not a genre of music. So yeah. when you talk about hip-hop, you know, you talk about, you know, to me, there are, you know, the, the main four essential elements. You know, there's the writer, I don't say graffiti because graffiti is a term that was used by the authorities. <laughs> there was the writer, the b-boy, the DJ, then the MC. Uh, I started as a writer back in 72. I was tagging back in those days. Right. Uh, I remember the first time I typed up, I typed up on the side of a car, which I didn't know any better. But anyway, <laughs> 72. Uh, by 73, I started seeing, you know, the, the jam started coming out into the parks and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I started really gravitating. And, and when I was younger, I, was, I always loved dancing. So, you know, I used to dance salsa in my, in my, in my family's house, and yeah. so I was always like a little bit of a clown, kind of, <laughs> or an attention getter. Right, right, right. So I saw that this whole thing was developing, which it was already out there, not developing, it was already out there, right. which was the top rock stuff. So I was yeah, like, yeah. what's this? Right. So I started looking at the moves, so then by 73, I started really seeing what it was, especially in the park jams. So I, you know, I picked up and, and I became a b-boy. I started, you know, doing the top rock, and then, you know, when we started going down, and, you know, I, I was blessed to be around, you know, guys like Batch from TVB, uh, Jimmy Lee and Jimmy D. Jimmy Lee used to be right across the street from me. There was another crew called the Mexican crew, which was like three blocks away. Which the is, Mexican crew, yeah, you which talked is, about the Which is not before. really spoke about in, in a lot of uh, conversations, but they were one of the uh, first crews I knew. They used to mm -hmm. battle a lot with TVB, and they used to battle a lot uh, with the Mexican, with uh, our Rocksteady crew when they first started. Uh, Jimmy Lee used to go out with a girl named Bunny Lee that unfortunately got killed and then there was a big rivalry between the two uh crews but uh that's when i started 73 uh, I, was, I was a b-boy then and then in 74 i was still b-boying and um 
then I start, that's when I started seeing what the power the DJ had. Ah, all and right. then I, I slowly gravitated from being on the floor, on concrete, right. not really cardboard. Cardboard, I mean, that came afterwards yeah, to me, yeah, but yeah. It, it, was, it was concrete, and we did what we did. And um, I started getting more into the DJ aspect. So I was 74, I really picked up and grasped and then I started becoming a DJ. I joined a crew called the Paradise Crew, which I was uh, what we call a bedroom DJ at that time. We were only... And then the okay, okay, right, right, the right, only right, time right, I went yeah, to the park was the only time I went to the park was to carry crates and help with the speakers. As far as DJing, I never yeah. touched the train tables only in the bedroom. Right, right, right. Uh, right. Seventy four. That's when I started DJing. Seventy eight. I became a hardcore digger. Yeah, seventy eight. Like, when, know, was, was that existed? Did that kind of exist? Like diggers back then? Like, well, that's when it started. Well, well, the digging was already going on in 73, 74 with Bam and and Herc. And Flash, those guys were already digging in those days. Yeah. I got, I caught the bug because I started DJing, and I, and you know the focus was who had the better beats, right, right. who had you know the better equipment. So it was more musical based, equipment based. It wasn't skill wasn't as much as it became after when Flash took apart yeah. and doing what he did. Right, right, because right. when Herc DJ, I don't know those that might have seen him DJ at, at the freestyle. Sessions, oh, yeah. you could see that he wasn't much of a. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah. He didn't keep much of continuity. They were just rocking records. Yeah, yeah. Flash was the one that kept right. the, yeah. the continuity and the flow yeah. going of stuff. Uh, you know, that's when it was going. And then I, I really picked up on the bug in '78 when I bought my first um, B Boy slash Digger record, which was Space right. Funk by Manzel. Oh, okay. When it first came out in 1978. So I picked that up, and then the rest is history. I met Lenny in '79, '80. Uh, then we created this thing called the Fusion Beats, which is flash the beat on one side, and um, the uh, flash the side and Fusion Beats on the beat on the on the B side, which had the Champ, the Get Up and Get Involved, and uh, Let a Man Be a Man and a Woman Be a Woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. the joint. Then that that catalyst became the the Octopus Break Beats, and from eighty one to eighty four, eighty four we slowed down. 85 uh, started getting a buzz again. 86 we did the ultimate breaks and beats, and then the sampling craze started after that. Right. So my uh, what I can say, Lenny's been on with it. I got involved with ultimate breaks and beats was to give the next generation of DJs the tools that we originally had from Foundation, not not what they were using. Because back in from 81 to like 84, what was being used a lot was Rap records as break beats, right, so like right, love right. rap, yeah. feel the heartbeat, yeah. catch the beat. Right. All those records they were being used as break beats. So I was like, how is that gonna happen when yeah, hip hop was before rap? Right, right, so, right, right, you right. Know, that's how you know that's how it was for me. Yeah, that's crazy because like uh, like, just to rewind a little bit back. So yeah. when it went when after Flash was everyone's skills improving on like uh, some like. Ninja stuff like did you guys try no. to go to the thing okay. or, is it, or the skills? I'm a, did, yeah, I'm gonna get techniques get like spread. Like, I'm gonna get shot for this. Wait, oh, wait. here we go. You're here for the, 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 trains. the, <laughs> the way the get down breaks things down. It was a little less ah, comical than that. You know, right, saying right, it wasn't right. no superhero. Right, 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 right. Flash did what he did. Right. He developed what he developed yeah. and created a technique that we know as now as cutting back and forth right. and keeping the beat. We keep the beat. That's how that happened. Yeah, there was few DJs that were really able to gravitate to that to yeah. that consistency. Right. Uh, as far as the Herculoids, there was JC, which was dope. JC was the first DJ JC, and then the original DJ Clark Kent, that was with the Herculoids. They picked up on it. Then you had Flash, 
on this side, Flash, and then Theodore that picked up on this side. And then right. as far as, you know, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, back, back I was saying, you had, um, for the, okay, right back to the thing. We had JC and Clark Kent yeah. from the Herculoids. You had Flash and Theodore on this side. Then you had uh, Africa Islam ah, okay. from BAM. And then... Then you had Jazzy J, right, DST, right, and Red right, Alert. Right, right, those yeah. that came out in that side. So when that, those crop of DJs, that, which was like mid-70s, 75, 74, 75, those were like the top of the line DJs that were picking up. Then you had Charlie Chase, yeah. Tony Tone, yeah. Breakout. Uh, there was a guy named Cisco which was from the Mexican crew people didn't know much about. You had Grandmaster Kaz, which was a DJ before he was an MC. Right. And then he did both. He was nasty at it. Um, then you had, uh, there was a guy named, uh, DJ Quick that was part of TVB crew. Um, oh wow. Uh, Danny Dan also from the, the people know as, uh, Beatman Danny Dan from TVB. Um, then you had other guys, you know, smaller crews, but it was when Flash and Theodore, what they were doing, what they were doing, right. then people started saying that we could do better than just play right. records. Right, 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 Let's right. keep this yeah. flow of making us the instrument or the main focal right. point of a crew than what it became. So I'm sure it changed the way people even approach the dance because the records are being played differently. Oh, we do it No, well, the thing is this. It, it, I'll say this, and again, I'll make a shot for this. But uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for the b-boy, hip-hop would not been what it was. Yeah. Because her got the idea of playing the beat over and over again. Right. Because he saw the b-boys were getting down to the get down part right, right, right. at that time. So they were like, the, the, the main, it became like, oh man, these guys are dancing to this. I'm going to keep it so these guys keep on dancing and right. create the circle, the cypher. Right. We used to call it a circle, we call it a cypher yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The circle, and, and, and that's what makes sometimes the party more livelier. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. these dancers will make, you know, these, these spectacular moves in that time. As simple as it might be now, but make all these moves and, and, and be as creative. And, and the girls loved this, so the guys did it most, and that's right, how it became right, the battle. Right, so right. that became the catalyst to what we know now as hip-hop. Yeah. Because Hurt concentrated on keeping those guys dancing, then Coca-Cola Rock maintained about keeping Hurt popular right. with the crowd, or he's yeah, doing yeah. this and that, and then the rest is history as far as that. That's crazy. Now, now um, so you saw it from, like, from that, right? You saw it from like, uh, about the late 70s. I saw, I saw the beginning of yeah. I saw the You got something. The way what I heard there was take it from the apartment right. into the the community center. Right. But the, the guy something, let's let's get this let's get this uh understanding again, I'm like a shot for this. <laughs> DJing did not start with her. Right. DJing's been going on since the six late right, right, mid right, right. late sixties. Sound systems and all that stuff was being done much bigger scale in Brooklyn and Queens. Not in the okay, Bronx. okay, okay. That was being done over there. What I would say as far as the catalyst for what we know as hip hop that was created in the Bronx was the MC and the breakbeat aspect right. of what we know as hip hop. That was done in the Bronx for sure. Right. As far as DJing, that was done in the world. So DJing in those days was being done on different scale. What I say hurt and brought it to the foreground and made it us a more of a cohesive thing where we know in our hip hop is that he brought it into the center and the dancers were there and connected with an MC. As far as bringing the culture together as a whole, Bambada did that yeah. in yeah. Bronx River yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, so 
when it, when it started to become like maybe 80, 81, when Planet Rock came out, what, 82? 82, yeah. 82? Mm -hmm. So, like, music obviously started to change. Did you see, like, the style of, I guess, in the dance was changing? Oh, without doubt, yeah. yeah. Then the, the Electro Boogie came from the West Coast into right, the right. East Coast, which it was bringing it because of the pop, the the lockers, and with, with uh, you know, Shabadu and Tony Bazoo and, right, and right, Freddie right. and all these guys. That, that style, we learned it from watching Soul Train. Right, right, right. And, and watching shows that these guys were doing this on this side of the world, you know, uh, and then we that incorporated this the, the robot aspect right, into that yeah, thing, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. it just became a more cohesive thing. And then the electro sound was developed uh, prior to that with, with Transfer Express, which right. where, where Catalyst became Planet Rock. Yeah. But I, the way I see that everything changed for me, and I give credit where credit is due. Not that I'm making anybody God and everything, because from '74 down hip-hop had its limelight then rappers did like in 79 then it became extremely commercial right right then right. the companies became in gravitation so then it was yeah. losing is is grassroots essence of it right what i want to say is you know between 82 to like 84 or 83 things were like real 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 suspect <laughs> real suspect and i say this with all sincerity in the world until Flashdance came out. Yeah, with the with, with crazy legs yeah, and everything, and, yeah. and Just Begun was playing in the b-boy scene. Then that gave a new life to what our culture hip hop is because then Hollywood had not exposed the rest of the world to this b-boy aspect, right. and the b-boy aspect goes to kind of with the music and music comes to the DJ right. and so on and so on. Right. That was the catalyst of that. Then after that, then everything just changed. Sampling started, right. and then everybody about him came out, right. and then everything yeah. just yeah. catapult. B Street came out, yeah. and everything was just a big snowball effect. And now we still have, after twenty some odd years, we have hip hop. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, now that's the thing too, because like what I was talking to, like uh, I forgot who I was talking to. It was either Wiggles or someone else. I think even the dance when like like around mid 80s to late 80s when it started to become more sampled music mm -hmm. that the dance definitely changed you had more like what you know like uh, what they were doing over at the latin quarters like all mm -hmm. the social stuff social yeah. dances because uh, i guess because of, of the james brown sound it's it organic like, yeah yeah think it about it. when you got electronic you got so artificial it doesn't really hit you right it, it doesn't really resonate it doesn't give you Think about it, everything, if you go back to the foundation of something, you can relate and connect with it. When you got just sample stuff, or you're not a sample, when you have artificial or anything, it's not going to have the substance. When the sampling came in, then you, you took it, Molly Ma, what I said is Molly Ma took it back to the park. Right, right. He right, took right, it back right. to the park, and the dance started in the park. Yeah. You know, really, so that, when the sampling sound and that greediness of, of hip hop and, and 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 resonating in your ear and say, oh man, this sound like I was black listening to Cold Crush, listening right. to Fantastic Five. Right. Then the dance has to come back, and then you get that that, that new jolt of energy, the yeah. new jolt of inspiration, the new jolt of, of saying, damn, this is where we are. This is Star Wars. This is what we do. Yeah. Let's take it there, and that's how. That's it is. crazy because I was when I was talking to Wiggles, mm -hmm. he was saying that same thing. Like, was Latin quarters kind of that that feel what happened in the parks into a club? Instead of just like maybe yeah. when band was spinning on the grills or whatever like that, it was just like that essence of like just that, yo, this is I'm feeling this and I'm going off and it's hitting my spirit and I'm you know. Yeah, because the thing about then you have like Red Alert was already on Kiss at that time, okay. he was coming on Kiss, so 
he's he's the one that brought it changed the sound of radio in the sense for me. Right, right, changed right. the sound of radio into more a uh, a uh, uh, rap style of hip hop radio. Mm -hmm. Even though we already had KTU in New York that was Latin Rascals, these guys were playing hip hop music already. Yeah. But it, it was more encompassed with with regular dance music also. When when uh, Red Alert came into Latin quarters. He brought a new essence to it, and then you know you had a, a new a new air to it, and you had a a, a, a new uh, sonic connection to what we, what hip hop was. Right. And then you had Lanco, and you had Union Square. All these places right. made it sound like again how it felt to be in in the inception of this culture. Right, so that's crazy. See, that's connecting the shows from before. Yeah. Yo, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me, just in case like something cuts off. I need some questions. I need some reaction. Let me know if you can hear me. While I go to the next question. And if you have any questions out there, hit us up in the comments right now while I get to the next question. So I hope this is, <laughs> I hope this is recording. I hope this is like because no one's reacting. Yeah, I don't see sometimes any. sometimes it's happening. Like, 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 oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Don't do this. Because yeah. you just drop mad gems. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing that links it. Now you were saying earlier about Okay, like the electronic sound had a different. It doesn't feel as organic, so it doesn't hit hit uh, the spirit so much. What do you think about the music right now? Since it's like we're talking, it's kind of going back to okay. that. My my thing is this, and and again, now nah, I'm gonna get killed for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the end of the show. I'm gonna get killed for this. No, I see everything. Okay, now like, I I cannot be as judgmental as everybody else because we were, we were being judged when we were doing what we were doing. Right. So it was a it was a different tense. In a different era, different uh, economical, and different everything at that time. So I'm not the, I'm not gonna diss it in the sense like everybody says, "Oh, music is whack now." No, there is good music. What happens is now is that because a lot of OGs that are from my era are so judgmental against the new. Right, so the kids right. try to be so different from what we were. Right. That's what we are with. Yeah. So yeah. the same fault that they have for not wanting to know is the same fault we have for not wanting to teach. Right. Right. In the right Probably. way. Right. So now there is some. Do I like some of the stuff I hear? No, not at all. Because the mumble situation, there's no, there's no artistry to that. You know, all yeah. you do is talking and right. just leave the leave the track by itself and let it rock out. Right, right. You still got some dope MCs out here, you know, from yeah. the J. Cole's, Ken Kendrick Lamar, yeah. so on and so on. You still got those guys that out there. Um, you know, and, and on, the, on, on the sonic side, there is the production is coming back to that. If you have you learned, if you heard like the last Swiss beat with Buster, oh. it's coming back to a more of a, of a of a you know greediness heartfelt music is coming back into that sense um do does it need to change do there need to be more of a respect to the foundation yes it does because it has none uh but i think that comes from both of you know from all three eras all fourth eras of, of hip-hop that we are now because this is the fourth generation that we're in right we have to all come uh, in a cohesive manner and say yeah. okay this is what we need to do yeah have you seen uh, when Yachty, Lil Yachty, was, he tried to he tried to like you know address everything you know yeah. he's like why do you call mumble rap he tried to throw some bars in there and stuff like that I give him uh, props for effort, effort for, yeah. for trying you know but I mean? again is the, the problem is that because you know what's the problem with music right now is that we settle for mediocrity yeah. there is no substance like right now there's, suppose you're in a cipher right yeah, yeah and you see somebody I mean this is I mean a, a, a legitimate cipher not a a simple part that anybody goes in, right, a legitimate right, right. cipher, yeah. and you got somebody that comes in there and does what we used to call a butt move. Butt spin, move! Spin, spin <laughs> out his butt on the night, call it a day, and then come in there and do that. You're gonna say, come on, son. This is, we got guys doing 
elaborate, you know, gymnastical kind of moves, and you come with a bus spin and call it, then that's a different story. But my, my, at the end of the day, you know, that's why he comes in here and tries to live and say, if I don't have to rhyme, all I can say is, nah, nah, and then the beat's banging, then it's dope. No, it's not, my dude. Then don't call it hip-hop. Call it something right, else. Right, right, right. Call it something else. Don't right. call it hip-hop. And Because there is, no matter how much it changes, because this is this is a part of what I with our with our culture and I'm, and this is the only thing pervasive across the board. It doesn't happen in rock, it doesn't happen in, in R and B, it doesn't happen in country. Back in the early eighties, we had the battle between or oh, seventy nine eighty, we had the battle between Kumo D and Busy B. Right. When Kumo D won, they were saying Busy B was right, 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 and all that, but we call them both legends now, right? Yeah, They're yeah, both yeah. legends. Mind okay. Then you had the 80s, you had Big Daddy Kane, KRS One, yeah. uh, Big Daddy KRS One, and Rakim, yeah. right? And then you had Kid in Play, Salt and Pepper, and uh, who was going to say Kwame? Right, right. right now they're all considered legends, all yeah. of them. But but they would be deaths. Yeah. Say, so why you know now we have again we, we could be very judgmental. We have the, the Kendricks, we have the J Coles that have bars and and the. Uh, Chance to rap and say, guys, right, they right, do the same right, thing. Right. And then you got the Bootsy or you got whatever. I'm, to me, I, this is going to comparison. These guys don't have bars. Right. They call, call it something different, but they don't have bars. But what we have to maintain is that we cannot be, be so segregated and, and, and feel that this is, should be the way that things should be because we said so. Not, it should be like this way because it should have similar qualities. Right. It may not be the same dopeness, but it has similar qualities. Now, if you don't have any of these qualities, then don't call yourself this. Right, 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 right. That's right, the way I see it. If, if you can't put a, a, a nice 16, yeah. then don't, put, don't call yourself rap. Right, I'm right, sorry, right, don't right, call right. it something that I call it. Now, let's, let's relate to the, like, the DJing factor. Because right now, like, last year, like, the biggest thing in Forbes was, like, the new DJs, like, all the EDM DJs and stuff like that, which uses the foundation of hip-hop. Like, straight up, they're Some. mixed. Like, well, the mixing aspect, the yeah, whole yeah. cutting aspect, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? The whole... Dropping it, you know, like yeah, yeah, reading yeah. the crowd, like, you know, that was like stuff that from your generation created for yeah, it to yeah. be. Yeah, exactly. So what do you yeah, think? Yeah. So what do you think about the DJs? Right now? The DJs is This is what I say. If you want to be a DJ, at the end of the day, if you want to put those two initials, DJ, this jockey, yeah. touch vinyl one time in your life. Yeah. Touch. Let 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 it be known to yourself what it is to have those limited limitations of a record being jumped. To jump and you don't know what to do after that. Yeah. Records gonna finish, you don't have a loop factor at the end of the thing, yeah. or be as forgiving as you're able to do a party because you have a laptop and you have a dozen files and don't know how to do a party with 200 records in your bag. All right, All right. you know what I'm saying? Right. How can you rock a party right. with 200? I, I, I know I can rock a party with a laptop the same way I can rock a party with, with, with a bag of 45s. Right. It's just the way that I do. Yeah, now how, the thing that asks this question is. How many DJs of this day and era will survive back in 1982? There you go. All right. See, so you're here, folks. So if you put, put those, <laughs> those two letters in your, in your name, then you better... I I urge you. I'm not saying better because who am I? But I urge you to know the foundation and be able to rock on turntables. Right. You know, it's like Clark Kent said it best. If you're using a controller, the controller is controlling you. Right. Use turntables and a mixer so you know what it is. Ableton is dope. I can do 19,000 mixes on Ableton and let it rock what's up and pop my fist like this and hit the freaking uh, low ends and high ends and make it feel like I'm doing all this type of work. I don't know why DJs now feel that you have to touch the knobs to make it effective. 
We didn't use no freaking knife. We didn't use no no. Do I just don't understand yeah. it. Anyway, but yeah, that's me. Nah. So okay, I don't know because there's a thing, and this is a. I don't know if you're catching up with the breaking scene, but right now uh, the breaking scene is starting to get too like kind of like this is why I asked gymnastics like, but it, this is where it's going. But okay, this is what I'm saying. So it's starting to get to the big stage. Like yeah. it's starting to become more of a sport-ish thing, and that's the debate a lot of mm -hmm. the b-boys, like a lot of viewers out there, are like, no, I can't get to there. You know, just like what you said earlier, I feel like it's a balance. Both could exist. And all yeah, that exactly. Kind of stuff. Why not? So mm -hmm. the, yeah. the main thing right now, what's going on, and this is going to a lot of DJs out there, is that um, a lot of the deep they, they were b-boys, kind of like you, b-boys mm -hmm. that become DJs, but not know they don't know how to DJ like a club, but just. B-boy events, yeah. and then because of YouTube and the copyright situation, yeah. they are forced to make music. Then they turn producer, and that's dope. That and that's dope. Dope. But then it's like, but do they have like what's it gonna take to like? But it doesn't sound. It's like okay. my boy Kensky says it like this. He calls it BDM, breakdance music, right? It's almost yeah, going back it to uh, it's almost going back to the electro thing. Yeah. What suggestion do you have for those B-boy DJ producers to give it an organic sound like? Like a premiere or and like a rock. And, 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 and you, you, you said that that bothers me <laughs> Here a lot. Here we go. Yeah, that's what bothers me a lot with the with, with the b-boy scene in itself. When we play for for b-boys, we use the whole song that we extended the beat for right. something. Yes, it was, and, and yeah. there is there is a, a fun, but there's many songs out there. Like I don't know why you you know I don't see more battles. You listen for instance playing the Jackson system. Letting people rock off the Jacksons by itself. Right. Or people rock off completely um, the whole give it up and turn loose by the whole record. Right. You know, for you could musicality to me means everything. I mean the reason I love, you know, guys like you, because I'm when, when you were doing the workshop, there was you 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 were practicing to do a whole record. There was no breaks by itself. Right. You know, the way you do things, the guy the way why not rocks it. I, the whole when you could have somebody, him accent uh, hits. You know, freezes or whatever. Act with along with the music, the whole music, not just breaks by themselves. I I welcome that. When I see most battles, it seems like, and I'm not taking away from another DJ because you know most of the DJs I know, from Skeen to Lean, right, all these guys right. I know, that they is they forced to rock a lot of just the break right. part only. Right. I understand that, but to me, if you if you're judging a battle, my personal opinion, especially from the for the, for the finals or what twenty twenty round. It should be song per song, it, you know, rock off that way. We didn't, we never had a challenge with no battles. You, you the, the DJ, the DJ had no coordination with the with the B boys at all. Right, right, right. They they set up their own over here. DJ's worrying about making sure the girls look at him and rock over here on this <laughs> yeah, side, yeah. and they're keeping the MC happy. The B boys did what they did, so they didn't have no control about the, the breaks or whatever. And ninety percent of the time, the breaks that were really rocking when they had long long breaks were slow break beats. Right, they right, weren't right. fast break beats. So yeah. my thing is this. Go back to the essence of dancing to a song than just to right. the, the break part. And that's why when you're creating... Okay, yeah, see, that's what... See, Fusic, I like Fusic. Okay. Fusic right. create, I mean, Felix and the guys, they create... See, I know a little bit about something. Yeah, well, they, there you they, go. They, <laughs> they, they, create, they create, you know, they create songs. Right. Even though, you know, in, back in the day, the songs were really limited. They were more like two minutes long, so it's an intro, you know, a chorus break, or whatever. It's, it's, it's very repetitive. But there's song structure within there. I think that's what should be continued to, to be done. 
create music in a strong structure kind of way, not just break beats by themselves. You know, because you're gonna just have a drummer, you just have a drummer on stage playing it. So you would say the same thing as like a hip hop song, like try to yeah. think like you're producing yeah, a hip hop man. song versus like have structure, have yeah. structure. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this whole culture that we know and love started is about the music. Right. It's not about it's about the, what the music does to us. So you think about it. Why is it that we can still dance to give it up a turn to lose? Right. To just be gone to the Mexican right. to uh, uh, miracle by the, the Jackson system. It's a beautiful music, and, and I think that's where it belongs. The structure of music should be everything. I'm gonna say it here first since I'm with Breaking Lou. My thing is what, mm -hmm. like uh, what I want to see, and I was talking to some some guys about this. Is like produce a song, and then when you get hired for this break thing, you cut it up live. Yeah. You you produce a song, then you cut up live to where you're specific because then it's just you're actually like. People could regularly buy the song if they just yeah, wanted exactly. to hear the song. Because right now it's all mixtapes. It's all like in like mixtape formats. Mm -hmm. you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Versus and that it being like you know. To like, me, it gets boring. And then, and then what happens is, and then you know, in some in some aspects, it may seem like the you know when they do something that the DJ is favoring one DJ one 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 dancer to another. That's what to me. If you're a DJ, if, to me, it should go song per song. If you're just cutting breaks and things, sometimes you know the DJ is going off on his own. Right. Or looking, or if, if or if he knows a certain b boy, and that's just me, I'm not, I'm, I could be way <laughs> off. It seems sometimes that a DJ knows a certain dancer, and he'll do a certain scratch, 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 right, and hit the thing, and the and the and the guy that's on the floor already know what the pattern DJ is gonna do, and hit the accent nowhere that particular point. And it seems not unfair to me when b boy battles should be battled to songs. Right, that's just my opinion. Yeah, there you go. You heard it here first. Break me loose. Talking about the b boy scene. See, that's why he's on my show, man. It's for y'all, dude. <laughs> yeah, I love it's for it, man. I, I, I wish, I wish I can attend or even do more b boy things because I know I've done a couple and people would bug out. They're like, man, it's never been done that way because I've been doing it for that long. Not to, not to put myself above anybody, mm -hmm. but I've been doing it that long and cutting up. When the b-boy scene was bubbling up. Yeah, no, nah, what's crazy is when I was when I first met him in in Colorado, yo, I was asking him, so what was this? You know, how did Bam spin? How did Flash spin? And like he was showing me, he showed me this is what, yo, yeah. pro, check this out. This is exactly what Bam did. I was like, exactly. whoa, I was, yeah, was, was blown away. And to me, like you know, you can't get that anywhere else. Like uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, who can break it down like that? And I'm trying to get him out here. Like if I got the budget, I'm trying. No, <laughs> like, if I'm here, if I'm here, and then it has to be done, you know, I, I I live for the culture the way I've always have. And 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 you know, unlike what people might have heard, you know, because this hatred in every aspect. Right. People think I charge enormous amounts of money. I, depending on the function, what it is, if there's a major sponsor, then I'm gonna get my regular fee. But if it's just a closed situation, man, just get me there, a clean place that I can lay my hair on, and feed me, man. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I do everything for cheap, but I'm just saying that's just I, I I do live for my culture because you know people always ask me, you know, what is it that you know? How did I become hip hop? I be, I was not, I didn't become hip hop. I was part of culture before the culture had a name. So you know. In all of us, if you really, if you really in this culture, you, you you can really understand that you just didn't do it because you wanted to, you know, feel part of the crew. It's something that that made you do what you want to do. You don't do your moves because it's something that you feel is uh, I want to be part of this crew. No, okay. you felt you, you you were driven to create the moves that you create, and then then you lose workshop because you are a creator of what you do, and that's the same thing I do. I mean, you know, and again, if I I don't mind lending. My, my my blessing to be part of hip hop just for you know for the cause of it. I have no problems doing that. I mean do I you know do I make a living out of this? Yes, I, this is my living. 
and 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 like anything else, you, uh, uh, labor is worth its wages. But I, not that I wouldn't do anything for a culture that I love and 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 care about. There's nothing that I wouldn't do anything for my culture. Right. You know? All right, you heard it here uh, first, folks. So that was thirty minutes, basically. That, was, more, least, yes, that was thirty right. minutes. So check this out before before we uh, sign out. Um, check this out tonight at one eleven minute. If you're in the San Francisco area tonight at one eleven minute, Breakbeat Lou will be spinning it back to the two thousands and nineties. I believe it's nineties versus two thousands. Nineties versus two thousands, and he's, if you want to see him live and see him rock. You know what I mean? Are you gonna be throwing just 2090s? Was that? I don't know. I, I, he, I, 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 that's the that's the theme. If I get driven to something else, you may hear house, you may hear b-boy stuff, you may hear something. I'm just gonna hear music. There you go. See, and yo. I'm, so if the if my b-boys out there are watching, and you want to come through, and he sees us, you know, oh, he sees us. Check this out. Check this out. If I throw on freaking Arabian rock him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, follow the leader or something, and it's jumping in that much, and then then it goes to let the rhythm hit him. You know there's gonna be some b boy yeah, stuff yeah, out there, yeah, cause yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. gonna lead all the all, all the creator. Trust me, it's gonna happen. Right, you know, right. the cipher develops. I always get my cipher something to dance to for a little bit, so there's what it is. Yeah, so for all my promoters out there too, I know some of you all tuning in. Um, you heard what he said. You know, he's available. Hit me. Hit me. Hit he's me available, up. and I'm reasonable. I don't. I, I again, I'm not. I, I won't let myself be taken advantage of, but if I see something that's worthwhile, I must definitely lend services to the best that I can do. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I like to rock. There you go. So, yeah. uh, where where can they reach you? What's your social media platforms? Break me Lou across the board. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Same right. thing. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? And if you want to hit me, you hit me, hit me a DM, and I, you know we can work it out. Trust me, I'll do my best to do so. There you go. All right. Uh, you can reach me at www. Facebook.com slash Pro4One, capital F-L-G-Z, or on Instagram at P-R-O-F-O underscore F-L-G-Z. This has been The Trades, episode 16, Saturday special edition with Breakbeat Lou. Please like, share, and subscribe. Peace! Yes, sir, peace. And we out of here. <laughs>